Welcome everybody, Nerdicons episode 46. We're back this week. I'm your host, Russell. Joined as always, the mobile studio P. Diddy himself. Carl, how's it going? Hey guys, what up? How you doing? You like the mobile studio P. Diddy? That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I prefer like somebody from Wu-Tang, like Method Man or something, but you know, I'm not a big Sean Poppy Combs fan, but you know, whatever. <laughs> The RZA in the I can't think of a car of a car. The RZA in the Impreza. I don't know. I don't. I, don't <laughs> I can't think of a car that rhymes with RZA or Jizza. Wu Tang's for the children, y'all. Yeah. Cream. Uh, <laughs> uh, they've ruined that word for me. I can't think of that word without that song just much much like corn has ruined adidas for me so um oh yeah <laughs> the band corn people not you know the vegetable <coughs> which is delicious by the way eat your vegetables yeah even though corn doesn't have any nutritional value but it's still delicious it is delicious oh man especially if you like put it on the skillet like or the, or the grill and like just get a little golden mm-hmm. slap some butter on that bad Larry or you can make some Japanese street corn with some uh, soy sauce and um, oh, what's the name of the it's got alcohol in it but it's good they sell it at the food store I have no anyway, idea. it doesn't matter where, I where... have it you, you you didn't know, but you turned into the episode, tuned into the episode of Foodicons. Um, Foodicons, Foodicons, Foodicons. Um, we're gonna take you to Flavortown. Um, you know, I was really hoping that Columbus, Ohio, would change their name to Flavortown because I think that would be just amazing. <laughs> just turning, just tuning, turning on like college football when Ohio State's playing. Said so we're coming to you from Flavortown, Ohio. Um, or you know, NHL hockey, the, the, the flavor town blue jackets, but alas, they're not doing that or, well, they may still be, but it would be amazing if they did. Um, so, <laughs> uh, we're already down rabbit trails and we're only five minutes in. We're not even that's five. Your, that's your fault. You last really rabbit. Hey. Uh, how was your week? What did you do? What, did you get anything of note? Did you... Um, yeah, what'd you do? Um, did I mention last week that I finished Cobra Kai? I don't remember. No, you were in the middle of it because we were going to talk about it. Yes, I finished it. I finished it. Oh, what'd you think? I really liked it. I mean, I think a fight like that in the middle of a high school it's like i don't think would ever happen spoiler alert it is a year old so yeah. I, I will give fair warning we're still going to spoiler alert it but still it's a year old you should you should have watched it because how many email addresses can you make to get free trials of youtube red yeah right <laughs> um, i just wonder season three if netflix is going to dump a little bit more money into it more than you youtube just I to clean up, so. clean it up a little bit. It, it it felt very cheesy and very like um, low budget in season two, more so than season one that I remember. Yeah, for um, 
I don't know if it was because I was watching it with the Netflix filter on, not a YouTube filter. If that makes any sense. Um, I, Off, I think so. I think I think the servers at YouTube or whatever. I, I somebody's probably screaming at, at at their radio or phone or whatever, saying that's not how this works. But yeah, um, yeah. it's like a certain video quality. I think Netflix has a better video quality than YouTube. So. I don't know if YouTube covered up some of the flaws in Cobra Kai on the the, the cinematography, but um, oh, I mean, I have to say that Miguel's little fall there, the <laughs> worst looking special effect I've ever seen. But I, I think I think we're and and when you watch the end of it, Johnny losing Cobra Kai and all that, it's like. This this show really is about the redemption of Johnny Lawrence. Oh yeah, and, and I, I I'm interested to see where that goes in season three. I'd have to say, like, even though he's trying to do good, Daniel Larusso isn't that enjoyable to watch. Like, I mean, not that he's not enjoyable. But he's not that great of a guy. Well, I mean, when we first meet Daniel in in the Karate Kid, he's he's a punk kid who's who doesn't know what he's doing, and he's from Jersey. As you, as you see over the years, though, he when he beat Johnny in the All Valley, he's he starts to get a little more cocky, and yeah, and, and success after success after success, and it's you know, you know, you, you're 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 getting a whole lot of, and I think, I think that's what Cobra Kai is. It's about, you know, Miguel's mother's mad. at. I mean, how is it Johnny's fault that Miguel got in the fight? But okay. Um, yeah, I don't get sense. that. I think she's just emotional. And I mean, that's borderline kind of lazy writing. My son got hurt. You taught him karate and he wouldn't it's have your karate. fault. Yeah, it's your fault. Yeah. But your son also would have gotten, Maybe dead long before that from getting his ass kicked so much if he hadn't learned karate. So, uh. yeah, I mean, it's six in one hand, half dozen in the other. But, um, you know, Johnny losing the dojo at the end of the season, I think he's going to have to turn to Daniel. And we're going to have to see Daniel become the Daniel LaRusso we, we remember. Yeah. You know, John, Johnny's going to have to make make peace. Robbie's going to have to make peace with Johnny, which Johnny wants. And I think it's going to be a a comeback story for Miguel in a way too, because I mean, they're not going to make him a. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with him, but it, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, and I like that kid. Yeah, I, mean, I do too. I like I, I like all, I like the whole the whole cast. They've done a, a good job. Um, it's kind of weird to watch the show Jesse and Bunked with your kids, and then watch one of the actresses from that show, <laughs> then go on to Cobra Kai and be the bad girl. Uh, it's 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 a little interesting, mm. and and it's like wait, kind of a double take moment. But um, 
those Disney kids do grow up and they do end up doing better stuff. I mean, Mm. Mm -hmm. so, and then, and then the, uh, the stinger at the end, I wonder if she's actually coming back. I mean, cause she's not on on the boys anymore. Spoiler warning for the boys. Uh, Oh, well, I mean, even, even nowadays with these Netflixes and, 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 He's streaming like actors and actresses appear on multiple things. It's not like the old network days where if somebody signs on to be on the office, you're not like, you know, like if Steve Carell was announced that he's doing a show for ABC, it's like, okay, he's leaving the office, you know? Yeah. Nowadays it's like, Oh, they're on multiple things. Cool. Well, no, I mean just that actress was only in season one of the boys. For reasons. Shoe. Yeah. Say her name. Elizabeth Shue. She, she was in Back to the Future, man. Was she? Yeah, wasn't she two in, in two and three? No. Could have swore that she was. Yes, she was. I think she was just in one. No, that that was a different actress. Oh. Was it Elizabeth Shue that replaced her? Yeah. No, because Elizabeth Shue was in Karate Kid. She's in The Boys. She was also in uh, Cocktail. Adventures in Babysitting. The same. Adventures in Babysitting. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was in Back to the Future. Wasn't she? Oh, yeah. I think you're confusing her with someone else. She was in Back to the Future Part 2 and 3. <coughs> okay, they replaced her with the, yeah, the original. She girl. was the replacement. She was in cocktail. There's cocktail adventures and babysitting. I don't remember being being very hot in the Back to the Future. The right. first girl was smoking. What happened? Uh, her her day uh, like back Karate Kid was her breakthrough role. Yeah, I know. Eight, I'm just saying. Eighty four. Jeez. I'm just saying. City of Angels, Hollow Man. She's in Hollow Man. I don't remember that. All right. Yeah, a lot of Curb Your Enthusiasm. She was on two episodes of that. Well, I'm I mean, just saying, she hasn't been in much. She doesn't have any ob- other obligations now, so I think that Stinger. Yeah. I don't think they would. If she wouldn't come on, I don't think they would have showed that little Stinger. No, I mean. It'll be. It's it's interesting to see that they're going mainly from Karate Kid. They've not really acknowledged Part Two or Part Three, um, which I find interesting because I think having some little no, they did they acknowledge Part Part Two because they show scenes of him in Japan with Mr. Miyagi and the ice. Oh yeah, this year they did. And then they reference, they reference, they reference three when he was in, when he joined Cobra Kai the train. Okay. With, with Reese's because he didn't know Reese was back. And remember Reese had his best friend open Cobra Kai and like befriend Dan- Daniel and start training him because him and Mister Miyagi didn't got in an argument. Okay. Yeah. I. Uh, it's been so long since I've seen both of those movies. At least they're at least they're not, you know. Yeah, they say the guy's name, and then 
during like during the uh for in season one, they say the guy's name from Karate Kid three. Uh, in the board meeting for the the championship when he's yeah, trying John, to it, no. The bad guy from part three, who's John Kreese's friend that was training Daniel, he says the name, but then Johnny goes, I don't know who that is. But they mention the guy from part three. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Terry. Yeah. And Johnny goes, I don't know who that is. Like, I did I not did I not watch this movie? Maybe you didn't. Because they I also know. when Reese comes back, they when they they flash back to the eighties and him like being down on his luck. That was a scene right from Karate Kid Part Three when he was walking around. It was picks up right after, like I guess months after mm. Mr. Miyagi whooped his ass. <laughs> I guess I did miss that movie. I thought I had seen that one. Yeah, that's the one where like they come back and each other, they try to open up a bonsai shop, and of course it gets a new love interest, and then there's a there's a new champion, and they uh, who Reese and that other Cobra Kai instructor kind of like pay the kid to mess with Daniel. Okay, and that's I think I, that's when he gets his second championship. I I forget how that movie ends. I just I just from two I remember Miyagi saying "Live or die," and the the guy goes "Die," and he goes "Wrong answer, honk." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Karate guys, Kid Part Two is awesome. I love Karate Kid Part Two. I need I need to go I need to go back on Netflix and watch all three. Yeah, um, the bad the bad the the bad the kid that's. The Japanese Johnny in part two is also Joseph. the yeah he's also the bad kid the the bully in uh, Gleaming the Cube. See, I wonder if they'll bring him back. I mean, oh that well that'd be crazy if they brought him back. How I mean, that it's, time? Just, it's just interesting to see that Will Smith is a producer. On really, he was Will Smith's a producer on that. Yeah. Will Smith's the producer on Cobra Kai. Well, you think they would have been they would have dumped more money into it. Well, he might not be dumping a lot of money into it. He might just get the producer credit because that was in Jaden's contract. <laughs> from from the Jackie Chan karate kid movie. The Kung Fu Kid. <laughs> oh god, I remember. I didn't even see that movie. The next karate kid wasn't a bad movie. Movie with one with Hillary Duff. It wasn't that bad. It was funny when Mr. Hillary Yagi walked. Swank. Hillary Swank. Hillary Duff's uh, completely different actress. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lizzie I McGuire think... did not learn karate. She's cute though. Anyway, uh, when Mr. Miyagi walks on in on uh, Hillary Swank, he goes, "Oh, boy's much easier." <laughs> like I don't know. I laugh. Well, Daniel said that in. In the um, in Cobra Kai. Oh, did he? See, there's yeah. references to all of them. In- yeah, he said he said that when he was referring to his daughter training. He's like, boys are just easier. Or he yeah, said, girls yeah. are easier. I can't remember. I I don't remember. He said something. 
to that effect. But I, I like how they incorporate the little flashbacks and stuff like that. It's 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 you can tell it's made by by people who who love the movies and who have studied the movies. Yeah. Um. And. And I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I would, I would be, I, I'm shocked with Will Smith producing it that there's not more references to Jaden's movie, which yeah, right, was not good. Yeah, and it's not even karate; it's kung fu. Yeah, it's kung fu because it's Jackie Chan. Yeah, not that there's anything wrong with it, but you know, Jackie Chan. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, one scene I really enjoyed is I actually enjoyed when they were out to dinner and ran into each other, and then they kind of like you could see like them finally becoming friends, yeah. And and I think that's planting the seed for season three where they're going to have to work together, yeah. And you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, um. That I think that's going to be what you see in the next movie, and you know Johnny's going to have to make a decision between. Um. Oh crap! We said his said his name earlier. Green. The kid, the kid that fell down. Oh, his, Miguel. Miguel, but he's going to have to make a decision between Miguel's mom and and Elizabeth Shue. I think yeah. I feel like I feel like Daniel and Johnny are gonna become like friends and work together, and then Elizabeth Shue is gonna show up, and then they're gonna start beefing. Oh, one thing, my girl during the whole both seasons watching swears she goes, Daniel Russo's wife's cheating on him. She's cheating on him. She's cheating on him. Like the whole <laughs> season, both seasons, she's like. I think she's cheating on it. <laughs> like, I don't. Like, I don't think they're going to go down that road because I don't, I don't think, think so do, I don't think they're going to do the love triangle between Johnny, Daniel, and Allie again. I just. I. I mean. I. I no, yeah, but I bet. Just, I bet you they 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 get into it a little bit when if she shows back up. I bet you a little bit they're going to get mad at each other or something. I don't know. Something's gonna happen. Yeah, I don't know. I I just think I just think there's going to be a redemption story and a reconciliation coming between Robbie and Johnny because I think that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I I, I don't I, I outside of that I I don't want to speculate too much on the second season, but it is very in a way predictable where this goes, how this goes. <coughs> I mean, I hope they keep it at 30 minutes because I think the 30 minute episodes are work. Perfect. And 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 that's yeah. something I, I figured out with The Mandalorian too. It was like, I was like, oh man, these episodes are only gonna be like 35 to 40 minutes. But I found that that's a little bit more palatable. Hmm. Oh well, I mean, well with Cobra Kai too, I I, I... I'm glad it's not any like I'm glad it's not like an hour long, because even with the half hour long, there's some episodes that kind of drag. And I was like, "Let's go! You only got a half hour. What's going on here?" Like, you know. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm I'm just you know 
40 minutes, eight to 10 episodes. I think that's the sweet spot right there. Yeah, I think so. I mean, that, that's just me, but I could be wrong. Um, so I started season two of the boys. Does not disappoint so far, but they're releasing it weird. I, I thought Amazon released everything at once, but I guess they're not. It's not Amazon they're... doing this. The producers are doing it. Oh, okay. Because they released the first three episodes, and I don't know if they're releasing them one at a time, or they're, like, dumping them on a couple at a time, but... Because I haven't checked today, because it's supposed to come out every Friday. It's your boy Seth Rogen that's releasing them like this. Well, no wonder. I should write him a letter. He'll probably apologize to me. He's Canadian. No, probably not, because he's, like, one of those... He's, like, the few... He's like the anomaly in, of Canadians. He's like the no, one asshole like, in Canada. He'll be like, sorry you don't like the way we're doing this, dick. Yeah, oh, why don't you, uh, why don't you just not watch then, asshole? Yeah, that's, I mean, he, that's probably why he's in the U.S., because he's an anomaly in Canada. No one likes him because he's an asshole. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I don't like him. I, I never really cared for him. I like I'm not him better forward. as a background character. I'm not looking forward to his version of Ninja Turtles. Ugh. Anyway. Don't should I say me. Stoner Turtles? Ugh. If Michelangelo, because he's the easiest one to do that to, mm-hmm. if he makes Michelangelo a freaking burnout, I'll be pissed. Anyway. So far, voice has been pretty good. It didn't disappoint. Um, it dragged a little bit in some episodes, but it's still really good. I can't wait to like. I'm not. I'm not in a rush to see it. I'm sorry. It doesn't appeal to me. The deconstruction of the superhero genre, violence for gore's sake, and all that stuff. It's like mm. I'm sorry. One, it's produced by Seth Rollins. Two, Garth Enos did the source material. So I'm like, ah. I can easily pass. Yeah. Because both well, of those both I would, both of those names put on something, I'm just like, eh, I know I'm pretty much gonna I know I'm not gonna be too thrilled with this. Um well it's definitely not something to watch around your kids, but well, I, I think yeah. it's really good. I say give it a shot. Forget that Seth Ro- I mean, in all honesty, I don't there's nothing Seth Rogan about it. Um I mean, he does cameo in, like, a very, very, very quick part. Um, well, I mean, they said, the same thing about, they said the same thing about Preacher on AMC. It's it's not very Seth Rogen-like, but I'm like, it's Garth Ennis. <laughs> it's Garth Ennis. I'm sorry. I, I, I read I read through Preacher. I, I read through the Preacher comic. I read Garth Ennis' run on Punisher. I'm I'm like, I'm done with this. I don't need this. Mm. I don't I don't I don't care for the story he has to tell. Well, I think the graphic novel goes to places like more than the show. Well, sure. I mean that that's what The Walking Dead did too. The Walking Dead went way further than the show ever did. Um, yeah. I think I, I just think you can get away with more in that medium. Even I mean, you know, with the written medium, with I mean, even Game of Thrones, 
went to places that i mean the show didn't even the books go places the show doesn't even dare to go i mean amelia clark's character in the books is 13 years old and and jason momoa's character in the books is well into his 20s almost 30s and you know she's given as a gift to him as a bride and it's like okay and 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 some of the descriptions that Martin goes into in the books and even even same thing with a lot of comics, like even with Preacher, the, the description and, and Walking Dead, it's it just goes to a dark, dark place that I don't think you can put into a visual medium like TV or movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only so far you so much you can get away with, but at the same time. I've heard many people say, oh, the vision on Preacher is very true to the comic. It's like, okay, that's all I need to know. I don't need, I don't need to see this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, 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 and honestly, I, I believe, I believe maybe if HBO would have picked up The Walking Dead instead of passing on it, it would have been more like the comic. Mm-hmm. But at least, I mean, there's still stuff HBO won't put on. Yeah, surprisingly. You know, I was I was um, honestly shocked at the incest scenes in Game of Thrones that HBO was like, "Yeah, we'll go there." Yeah, well, it's spo- spoiler alert. In the boys, there's a scene where um, a new hero called Starlight she uh, is welcomed in and kind of by an asshole character, kind of like forced, or I don't want to say black. Mailed, kind, well, kind of blackmailed, but like kind of like forced to perform fellatio on the hero. Uh, it is much, much darker in the graphic novel because in the graphic novel, it's not one guy; it's they run a train on the heroes run a train on her. Yeah, see that that's um, that's not that's not. I mean, I don't. Yeah, but I'm I, sorry. I I it's it's it's. To me, that's being salacious for the sake of being salacious. And I don't know. I, I, I just I don't I don't care. I don't care for that. I don't I don't need to see that. That's just not Yeah. Not something that's, I want. The graphic novel. And, uh, they it, don't even it, show it in the show. They don't show it, it in the show. It's well, I understand. pretty much put have to put two and two together. I understand that. I mean but I just I don't know. I just knowing where the source material comes from. I just I don't I don't care. I don't care for it. Um, you know. And then you say that, and you're like, I say that, and people are like, well, you watched uh, Game of Thrones, and you watched uh, Westworld, and I was like, well, yeah. And I kind of feel the same way about that stuff too. Um, but the, I mean, I think I don't know. I I, I need to. I need to reevaluate what I watch on TV. Mm. Now, has that kind of stuff or like certain things always bothered you? Or is it now that you're dad, your perspective has changed? I think it's, I mean, I don't even think it's a dad. I think it's just a maturity thing. <coughs> it's like, it's like I said, when I finished watching Titans, the first season, I was having a conversation with somebody who watched it. And they were like, it just felt like he couldn't put in the words how he felt. I was like, it felt like a CW show 
but they they found out oh wait we don't have to censor ourselves it was like a 13 year old who had just learned what curse words were had written this he's like that's exactly what it's like and and i think i think i watched that and, and it's you know i thought i'm like it's it's it seems so easy to just write curse words into things to make it. So well, I cool. also think that's it, why I also don't think anything new by Kevin Smith holds up. Yeah, and and I you go back and, and that's what I associate with that kind of language and and humor. I'm like it's it's Kevin Smith. It's juvenile. It's I'm I'm. I don't want to say I haven't laughed at juvenile stuff because I do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but if it's done smart, I don't find like, all right, in like middle school and high school, I liked Kevin Smith stuff, but that's because it was definitely appealed to right that teenager juvenile kind of. Yeah, we're you know we curse like truck drivers when our parents aren't around because we think it's cool type of mentality and then watching it you know 20 something years later it's kind of like this isn't funny why did when did you know you know what i mean like i don't know it's like people people will sit there and go oh well i would have rated our wolverine movie it's like well why so i can see the blood and guts and you can curse i'm like really that's stupid it doesn't curse in the comics. I know. It's like, oh, I want a Deadpool. I want Deadpool rated R. It's only going to be good if it's rated R because it can curse. And I'm like, Deadpool doesn't curse in the comics either. I, I, I know. And, I'm, and I sat there and I watched Deadpool and I'm like, I, I mean, it's fine. <coughs> but I think this could have been better and funnier if it was PG-13 and they made fun of the fact that it was PG-13. Yeah. Um, I thought... Now, I thought Logan was a very, very well-made movie. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the reason it was rated R, the violence, and, and it, the language wasn't gratuitous. Well, does John Wick that, bother you? Because that's very violent. Well, I think John Wick does it in a very comedic way, or a very, um, not comedic, but um, absurd way. Like, it's absurd violence. Does that make sense? I guess I, I mean I, don't know. I, 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 I would just, consider Deadpool and the boys' violence absurd. Of uh, the boys is honestly, the boys is way more graphic than Deadpool with their violence. Like yeah, uh, this character, Black Noir, puts his hand in so like opens some guy's mouth with his hands and like rips his head off from like by the jaws. And they show the whole thing. It's like, it's almost so bloody, it's comedic. Yeah. I don't you know. know. I just... I don't... I looked at John Wick more as like a dance. A violent dance. Gun-fu? Yeah, gun-fu. Something like... I was like, this is so absurd. Absurdly choreographed. It's art. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I get it. I get you know, it. Whereas Where the I, violence, I, whereas the violence in in Logan was at the other end of the spectrum, and it was so visceral, and it needed to be. 
Yeah, but I mean, it because goes along you with the characters. You, you know, you know, I think that was the most honest Wolverine I've seen. Yeah. Well, because that's they finally got to actually do a Berserker Rage type thing. Right. Because Wolverine is visceral and animalistic when he fights. You know what I mean? So, uh, and the only thing besides the cursing that made it rated R is um, it's being able to show penetration. So being able to show the claws the, penetrating. The claws come, yeah. And, like, and that's I, what made it rated R. But when I think of when I think of the movie Logan, I don't think of the violence. I don't think of the cursing. I think of the story between Logan and X23. Yeah. yeah I, I think I think of I think of the performance of Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman performing together as those two characters for the last time. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. you know I don't I don't like with John Wick I, I think of it as Keanu Reeves getting to play in a sandbox he never got to play in because uh, for whatever reason and I, th- I think of the I think of the fantastical violence and it's it's absurdity I mean he played in it in it a little bit with the matrix but I guess it's well, more matrix, of its own I, I still work I still wonder why the first matrix is rated R yeah I mean, it's rather I, timid compared to movies now that are rated R I mean, I guess it's that scene where they go to save Morpheus, but I mean, that's just a lot of bullets flying. And I don't know. I just, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I sound like a hypocrite and I probably am when I, I, I talk about the stuff that, I, you know, I dislike and like, but I just, you know, there's never really been anything overtly sexual in John Wick. It's just, like and, and it hasn't been gross out violence or gross out, you know, murders. Mm, mm. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah, I got like, you. you know, I, I. And then and then and then with Logan, like again with Logan, it was like it's like I don't think about the violence. I don't think about the cursing. I think about the story mm. and what what we're seeing on on screen. Yeah. Um. Like it was something with Watchmen. I was like, man, that's Billy Crudup's dong right in my face. I don't need to see mm. that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's I like, dang, you. man. <laughs> but, uh, you know yeah, what I mean? I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, like, I got you. I think, I think Deadpool, Deadpool, the first one, it was like, some of it was unnecessary. I think, but I still, it could have gone either way. With Deadpool, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think the violence matches the tone of the movie. But anyway, so what else? Uh, just a busy work week uh, for a place that doesn't have barely any students. We have so much work to do. <laughs> but um, let's see. I sold some issues of Spider Man. Um, uh, pickups. Did I pick anything up? Yeah, I uh, actually, because I found it for, I mean, I didn't pay the eBay prices, but I, well, I shouldn't say I didn't pay any eBay price. I got it on my car. Eh? Um, 
but I didn't pay the ridiculous price everyone on eBay is asking for. It was definitely, I definitely made a profit, um, but it definitely wasn't the ridiculous profit that uh, people are asking on eBay. But I found the um, Hasbro uh, exclusive limited edition Snake Eyes box set. Um, and I made an offer and he accepted. And incredibly fast shipping, but I think the guy was from New York, but um, came like the next day. Um, and I have to say, if I got it for retail, I I probably would have emailed Hasbro and said, do I still owe you money? Because $40 for this seems like I stole it from you. To where the price that I paid for it, I'm completely satisfied with that price that I paid for what you get. Right. Um, down to like, I mean, the love that they put into this, even down to the box, man, is beautiful. Like, I'm keeping the box, like, I'm keeping the box and everything. Like, I'm keeping it, like, it's just beautiful. I mean, the quality of paper, because there's an art print in it, is just like, like, it, it's beautiful. It's definitely, it's, and I think, like, I had the, the, um, the basic release Snake Eyes, thanks to, uh, Black Hole Comics. I forgot the other guy's name, but, you know, Gil hooked me up because I couldn't, for, everybody was finding their, all their G.I. Joes, and all I wanted was a Snake Eyes at first and couldn't find one. But, uh, I, I was impressed with the basic release Snake Eyes, and I was like, ah, oh, I mean, what's the big deal with that one? It's the same thing. But, um, having it in hand, there was so much love put into that action figure. Um, and comes with like actual, cause you look up art, like, you know, you type in snake eyes art. There's not art. There's not like a, a piece of art that doesn't have an Uzi. The, this one comes with an Uzi and, um, None of the Joes have swappable hands, but the special edition or exclusive uh, limited edition one, collector's edition one, whatever you want to call it, comes with uh, another set of hands. One kind of like in a chopping motion, but he's also got, uh, I forget the technical name for it, but uh, little palm claws, like ninja palm, like they're little claws, like you slip this thing on your hand and it's got claws that they use for climbing or stopping sword attacks. But it's in a chopping kind of like pose hand with that in it. And then it comes with a hand that's about that with a ninja star in it. Like he's going to throw the ninja star. Um, just the different colors they use on the collector's one. And uh, it just makes the texturing pop and brings out the figure more. Because um, a lot of the details get so camouflaged with the basic release because it's just all black. Which is kind of like homage to the first Snake Eyes figure that came out in the 84, which was all black because it was just cheaper for them to do it. But, um, yeah, and then the amount of accessories you get. I think right now there's only one weapon that came with that that hasn't put out. Because the Red Ninja basically comes with all the other Snake Eyes weapons from the, the Collector's Edition. But that's Hasbro. They're not going to let them mold go to waste. Um... And then even the, the um, Arashi Kage, like the Japanese weapons rack that comes with it. Oh, it's just beautiful. 
It's beautiful. I, I wish Hasbro put... It almost feels like I'm getting an import toy. That's how good the quality is. Um, I wish Hasbro put that much love into all of their lines. I mean, you definitely can see, like, G.I. Joe's getting a lot of love, even with the basic releases, but, like, I wish they put that much love into, like, Marvel Legends. I mean, there's certain Marvel Legends, you could tell there was, like, love put into it, like, but it's only, like, one figure every few waves that get, like, the special, like, the Doctor Doom. Right. Phenomenal. Like, the detail and um, everything, you know, but they you don't see the other figures get that kind of love and attention for a while. And then they'll have that other figure that you could just tell they just poured so much love into it. I wish all that kind of love for those certain figures and all the love that's going into each and every GI Joe would go into every single Marvel legend figure that they put out so far with the ones that I do own. Um, the only one that was kind of like, uh, kind of like a not. I wasn't disappointed, but I wasn't like, oh my god, you know. With like every like when I opened every figure so far, I always like, oh wow, this is so cool. The only I was kind of like, like I said, I don't want to say disappointed, but I guess I, I, the only way to describe it I was a little disappointed was the gung ho. Like he just didn't really impress me that much. The gung ho. Yeah. I was yeah, I've seen pictures of people with it, and it's like, dude, his hat doesn't even fit his head. It doesn't. It falls off, and it's not even the right style Marine Corps hat. Well, um, his tattoo's wrong, too. I, I, maybe it's a rights issue with the Marine Corps or something like that. Like, they couldn't put the Eagle Globe and Anchor on his chest. And, like, maybe they can't use that style hat, because he's got, like, a regular Army hat on instead of like the Marine Corps cover hat that he has from the old school ones, you know. Yeah. Um he doesn't have like he doesn't have that. Um <clears throat> I'd have to say the Gung Ho is the most Marvel Legends feeling G.I. Joe figure that we've gotten so far. He's just like I don't know, he's just awkward. He's big. He's a big figure. He's kinda awkward. I guess maybe he just, like, to me, looks like Steve Austin with, like, our military gear on. Yeah. I don't know. Like, cross between... If Steve Austin joined the village people, that's what I feel like the gung-ho... Like, I look at the gung-ho figure, and I just see Steve Austin doing YMCA. (laughs) I don't don't see that, but okay. (laughs) Maybe it's just, like, the shirtless... Like he's got the uh, the the hat the the cover on the hat, yeah, and like the vest open and he's bare chested and bare armed, and he's got the Fu Manchu mustache to where like to me it just looks kind of like. <laughs> I I get it, but I don't see it. <laughs> I'll just say. Oh, that. I see it. Well, I don't know. Uh, I I know I've seen a lot of people modding Scarlet figures. They're popping her head off and putting on Black Widow heads. Yeah, I did that. I did that too. I put uh, from the last the the movie weave basic uh, black suited uh, black widow. I, I threw that head on Scarlet, which also makes me want kind of want Scarlet Johansson to play Scarlet, but it's, I guess it's too uh, too on the nose. 
two on the nose now. Um, we, we did discuss that last week. Yeah. Last week's. But it, lo- it looks a lot better than the head sculpt that came with it. And I think what messes that head sculpt up, because the face doesn't bother me, it's that Mandalorian hair. Like, she looks like she should be a Mandalorian. Like, what's her face from Rebels? And Star Wars Sabine. fans are probably screaming. Sabine. She looks like she could be Sabine's sister or cousin or something. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I wish they would have went well, muted the colors a little bit. I wish the the problem. My problem with that line is one Hasbro's distribution model on them has been absolute garbage. Oh, I'm just starting to see some on the pegs, and uh, the target I went to today. There's one, which is another funny story, is because they had the same gung ho and Cobra Commander. That I left on the pegs last week, but I saw a guy because they had those giant white numbers on the boxes, and the guy was wearing like a nerd shirt, and I could see through that white bag that he got GI Joes. And I asked the kid, "Oh, he's like, no, these are the only ones we had all the last few weeks, and uh, yeah. we're all sold just, out." I'm, and I'm, I'm like, done. "I Hasbro's distribution model on this has been absolute trash." But they have multiple, multiple pegs. Like this one has the most pegs I've seen at a Target. It's got like six pegs and a spot for the Baroness. Um, but yeah, well, I was like, "Oh, really, you guys?" Because I just saw a guy leave with a bag of GI Joes, dude. And he was like, "Um, um, unless that's your buddy and you hooked him up." Uh, that's what I got. I, I just, just saw a guy. And, and and my other problem with them is is they're for the video game that's coming out. Yeah, like all, all the all the sculpts and designs are from the video game that's coming out. I don't I don't want that. I want I, <laughs> you know, that's like them taking um Ghostbusters figures and redesigning them for an upcoming like the comic book that's out. That's not what we want. We want Dan Aykroyd's face, we want uh Bill Murray's face. Um, granted, I think they overestimated people's want for Ghostbusters figures because those are all over the place. Oh um, yeah! Oh my God! They're all—all all the pegs are full. But even the shelves. Like the full. paint scheme, I wanted. Yeah, I want. I want. I want the paint schemes from the cartoon. I want the paint schemes from the old toys. I don't. I don't. I, I, I've. I've looked at these figures and I'm like, uh, yay! Modern updated armor, great. Yet you it still doesn't have bother oh, me. You still have Gung Ho with a vest and shirtless going into battle. Okay, makes sense. Everybody around him is wearing uh, um, Kevlar armor and Kevlar. He's wearing nothing. Like it doesn't. It, I just uh, I, Duke. I'm, I'm, I think I Duke looks great from the knee up. That armor on his shins makes zero sense for me. It would have. They would have hit yeah, the nail what? on the head if they just gave him combat boots. Why like, does he have? Why does he have why does he have soccer shin guards on? I don't get it. Yeah, Scarlet, I don't find that atrocious. Even though I think she kind of looks like a Mandalorian, I think if they muted the colors a little bit more, you know what I mean, and went with like a navy, like a navy blue, like tried to make the paint scheme look like her old her classic uniform. I don't think people would be too upset. Um. I don't think the roadblock's that atrocious. Everybody, for some reason, hates the roadblock. I mean, I don't think. I, I'll tell you, 
Mattel and Super Seven with their Masters of the Universe figures. No, not 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 the the Super Seven carded ones in the in the blister packs, but the original line they did the the um I want to say classics. I I don't remember which line it was, mm-hmm. but it was it they they looked like the filmation uh, cartoon that. That's kind of what I wanted from G.I. Joe. What Super 7's doing with the Thundercats. That's yeah. kind of what I wanted from a six-inch G.I. Joe line. It I, think, would have been, I don't think it, you're it would have been from Hasbro. It would have been fantastic to have something like that on like the old cards. You know, yeah. that that's something Well I, 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 I don't know. I just I don't think they're gonna look like the filmation versions but i think they're going to be more based <coughs> on the actual original 84 designs like closer to uh, i think you will see those because i mean the retro line sells like hotcakes for legends <coughs> they'd be foolish foolish uh i think they'd be leaving money on the table if they didn't throw these six inch joes on a retro card i mean they're doing it for star wars too they so do. yeah i, I mean G.I. Joe's 40th anniversary is coming soon, so I guess. They'll do it. Guarantee you, they'll do it. When is is G.I. Joe's 40th anniversary? I think it's 82. I'm not sure. I don't know. Keep talking. (laughs) But, like I said, I I think you're going to see those more classic designs um, on a retro card. Or if it's Hasbro, and Hasbro's known to do this, you'll get these same figures on retro card, and I bet you the paint scheme will be like muted. Like I said, they might be a little muted, but they'll be on a retro card. We got five. We got five years. It's the thirty-fifth anniversary this year. We got five years for the fortieth. So I don't know. I just I'm a little disappointed in all of it. Um, well, you're on the opposite end of the spectrum for me because, uh, I mean, besides my little nitpicks here and there, I actually really love all the figures. I mean, the ninjas on the Snake Eyes, the Red Ninja, the Cobra Ninjas on the Snake Eyes buck, and the Snake Eyes is a phenomenal figure. So the Red Ninja is pretty awesome, um, which I happen to have one... Before I actually found one for months now, I had a, one pre-ordered with uh, Dorkside, which will probably, I probably, I probably won't get it till like after New Year's knowing Dorkside, because um, they take forever um, to ship anything, to get stuff and ship it. But I did, I love the Red Ninja so much, I uh, and you'll hate me, you're going to hate me, Russ, just forewarning, I, uh, I pre-ordered two from GameStop. So I have going to at least have at least four Cobra Ninjas. Yeah, but you pre-ordered them. It's like that's not an issue for me. It's these people who are see, you know, go in and see five or six on the peg and just pull the pegs down. Mm. It's like, dude, and did they go to multiple targets to do the same thing in the day? And then, and then oh, when you when you when you when when you say something to them, they're like, "Oh, you're not working hard." I was like, "Dude, yeah, I am," because I have people to feed at my house. Mm. 
Well, you sent me a picture of that that one toy photographer that has uh, it's a picture of. I think he had at least fifteen Cobra Troopers. Oh well, no, uh, I think Gil told me because he found out how many the guy had or something. I guess he's got other pictures or in a store. He's got fifty. Jeez, fifty Cobra Troopers. Now either he is one of the guys. That used the bot, or he just got extremely lucky, or he's got money like that and just bought the inflated price, which I can't imagine paying. Because what they were like when they first got thrown up on eBay, five like a minute I, after I, the pre-order. I, I mean, fifty Cobra I'm Troopers sorry, for hundred bucks. I know you're. I know you're a, to- a toy photographer, but man. These toy photographers and troop builders are just running me out. I mean, I need I need to get out. I, I just need to get out of six inch figure collecting. I cannot do this anymore. I cannot. I, I, I just it's not worth the headache. I think when you were doing your old job, you had it. You were less upset about it because you had an easier time probably finding well, yeah, stuff I, since I mean, you were in so well, yeah. many stores. When you're going into 30 Walmarts and six Targets in a month, yeah, it's it's a little easier. But still, you're. I was also going into areas that have zero collector base. But the thing is with troop builders is guys have been troop building for since collecting was collecting. I mean, just look at Star Wars guys. I Even know, guys that just, aren't, aren't toy photographers like stormtroopers. Yeah. There's guys that have I like a hundred. Part of, but part of it is too. <clears throat> I think it's gotten so um, annoying because people are still buying this stuff. Like Toys R Us is still in business, mm-hmm. and you know, it was they diff- are in Canada. Well, I mean, yeah, but it was different because it's like, okay, well, Toys R Us is going to have a buttload of these. They're going to get three or four cases full of them. Whereas Walmart's getting oh, yeah. one a week if they get that. <clears throat> yeah. and Target, I mean, they don't make it to the shelves. Like I said, like, I just started seeing some on pegs. Like, you know, barely. You look, you look, you look, and you see, you know, the Lego sections are expanding. Whereas these sections are like, okay, wow, there's more stuff I want to collect. There's, all right. You know, there's stuff collectors are going to go after. There's the WWE figures. There's the these Black Series figures. There's the Marvel Legends. There's the McFarlane figures. There's the G.I. Joe figures. Now the Ghostbusters figures. I'd have um, to say the McFarlane figures have, have much... I, well, I should say the Batman figures. Because it's yeah. not a DC section. It's a fucking Batman section. Has much more real estate than Marvel Legends. Right. And... Now, just down to like four pegs from Marvel Legends, but it, it, it's to the fact it was like okay. So originally when it was just WWE, Marvel Legends, and Star Wars, it Star was like, Wars had its own aisle. Like, it was like a full sixteen foot section. Now they're doing that same sixteen foot section, but it's all this other stuff. And in Walmart, it's even worse because you got the Masters of the Universe stuff. It's 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 these. It's this Funko model of everybody gets an exclusive that is just so annoying. Yeah, I think the whole exclusive thing needs to... But Hasbro's good at, like, oh, it's exclusive here. Oh, we're going to reissue this figure as a base thing with less stuff to everywhere. 
So that was Mattel. That's Mattel that's doing that. Yeah, but that's what Hasbro does too. Hasbro doesn't do that. Hasbro doubles down on it. They no. Well, okay. Well, what they do with Bamps or Bamps? Come on. Oh yeah, build a figures. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll agree with that. But but they've they've like the. They'll put it out everywhere. Like that Cobra Trooper, there's no way that's it. We're going to get another Cobra Trooper, and they're not going to waste the mold. So you're going to get the same exact thing, and he's just going to have less shit with him, less accessories. I'm, I'm, going, for the, I'm going for the PCS statues. That, 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 that's, my, that's my G.I. Joe. They look like the cartoon. They're cell-shaded and all that fun stuff. That I'm... I'm I'm gonna go after those. You see, but even even then, the original, the well, not the original, because the original were my dad's GI Joes, right? But uh, the original '80s GI Joes, the comics were oh, and toys were always closer to each other than the co- the cartoon and the toys everywhere. Well, yeah, I agree, and I, that's why I'm 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 I was hoping for a little more cartoon influence in these classified figures, which you're not getting. I mean, and that's the thing is, no matter what we do, Snake Eyes across the board is always the same. I mean, I've got my... Yeah, Snake I mean, well, Snake Eyes in cartoon form, what, he'd probably be more blue than black? You know what I mean? Yeah, more a little purplish. Yeah. I mean, I've got... I've Back in the late 90s, early 2000s, when they did the G.I. Joe comic, I think it was Dreamwave. Um... I think it was Dreamwave. I can't remember who. But they did a G.I. Joe comic with when they did their Transformers comic. Um, no. Which re- re- reintroduced them to, to, the, to the world. The I got original a original one? No, Dreamwave. No, because the Marvel. comic is always Marvel. Well, it was something. I don't know. I got... I've got my Storm Shadow and I've got my Snake Eyes bus. And I've had these since. Oh my god! Maybe gosh. after Marvel. You're talking after Marvel didn't have the comic rights. Two thousand two. Whoever did the GI Joe comic in two thousand two. Okay, maybe that was Dreamwave because. Yeah, cause see, I know IDW's been doing it for the last. I'm going to turn on my my camera. Fifteen so years. Just real quick. That I have. See, oh, yeah, no. yeah, I've that's got awesome. this, I've got Snake Eyes, and I, I'm like, this is my G.I. Joe. Um, that, that's what I remember. I know, you know, I had the toys, I had thousands of the toys. No, well, not thousands, but I had hundreds of the toys, and I loved oh, them. Yeah. I, just, I just don't get, I don't know if it's my jaded 40 year old self tired of the hunt and tired of all this, but yeah, I'm... I th- well, I, I think, I think some of it has to do with it. And this is just me speculating. Cause I didn't, ha- and before Corona, I really didn't have that b- bad of a problem finding things. I think there's just so many people that have so much time on their hands, especially collectors that's all they got to do. Time to yeah. do. They can just go and just hit up 20 different targets in a day and wipe them out. 
I mean, the pre-order thing that that's that that's on the companies. That's Target's fault. That's the thing, though, with me. It's like I got a Target where I live. The next nearest Target's forty miles away. Yes, you know, I got I got Targets. Maybe they're like each like ten miles within each other. Three different Targets, and then there's a Target by my work. And then maybe like 15 minutes further from my work, up past my work, there's another target. I can hit probably in a single day, let me count, from my old town to my new town, I can hit one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven or eight targets in a day. That's how like close they are. If I it would take me a whole day to do three targets, and I would have driven 177 miles. Yeah, that that. See now, the one target my by my work from in my old town, <clears throat> the same shopping center was Walmart. That Walmart just went out of nowhere, went out of business, closed down, shut down like a couple <laughs> weeks ago. They're like, "Well, we're done," and it's like the biggest store. In the whole complex. So there's this giant <laughs> store gone. It's crazy. Yeah, we lost a neighborhood market. So there's a 40,000 square foot building just sitting there vacant. Actually, you know what? That made me think of something that I thought was awesome. Is those guys that race those little drones. I was watching a video and there was this abandoned mall. That these guys rent out and have drone races through this like this like destroyed mall old mall that just sit sitting and they let them go and race these drones and it was so cool because they have like cameras on the drones so you could film you you racing it was so cool but that that just made me think of that but um anyway so there's a walmart gone I think around here in my old town, the one Walmart doesn't even have an action figure section. Like, it's literally, uh, it's uh, a quarter of a normal aisle. Like, not even uh, this one Walmart I go to. I don't even bother going there anymore because they never have anything. Like, they're like, you're lucky if you find a Marvel Legend there. Yeah. Um, I have to say, I mean, if the one by my work was still open, one. Two, three, four. Maybe like five Walmarts. Now, now would be down to four because that one's gone. Um, I mean, I can hit it quite a bit, a lot, but then there's even more. Supposedly, there was Cobra Troopers, and I didn't bother going to going because I just don't know the area in Burlington. There's G.I. Joe's in stock at the Burlington Target. And, I mean, by now, because that was a couple of days ago, because I used Pop Finder, and it said they were in stock. But it doesn't mean necessarily they are or that the employees will be help you. And you can tell the Target employees are getting, like, fed up. So I always open it with, look, you probably heard this question a thousand times today. And I don't mean to be redundant or annoying. Do you have any G.I. Joe's? Like, no, no, no. Or like, 
Oh, well, no, we're all out. We had a couple early. Like, there's so many excuses they're throwing at you. And like I said, the kid said, like, oh, these are the only ones we've had for the last few weeks, even though I saw a guy 10 minutes before this kid started helping me walk out of the store with G.I. Joe's. So where were they? Either that's your buddy and you're tossing him out the back, or then again, maybe he's doing the trick. You know, the, the target trick, and he threw a bunch under the shelf and went yeah. back for him. But he was walking out with G.I. Joe's at that target. And the, 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 the gung-ho and Cobra Commander were the same ones I left on the pegs last week. So, oh, you didn't get any in? How's someone leaving with some then? No, nah, it's... I'm just, you know, I don't, I don't care anymore. I don't care enough yeah. stuff. I uh, know, honestly, like the Cobra Trooper and stuff, even the Baroness. Like I found one with the help of uh, Seth, and then I flipped it. Um, I mean, if I find one again, maybe I'll buy it. But Baroness, come on, like. She's like in the like in the middle of the card art. Like they're not going to release her on a on card. Like without that stupid bike that's useless. Like I don't know, I'm not really sweating it that much anymore. I find them, I find them. I mean, luckily I like GameStop how they did it because a guy looked looked it up. He's like, yeah, we got a bunch coming in our warehouse that could be shipped out. Uh, you know, it's five dollars. You know, to reserve them. How many you want? I was like. I want two, and can I just pay for them now so they're mine? He goes, yeah, okay, here. Yeah. I paid for both of them, so they're mine. And even if even if they don't end up showing up, now you have a $40 credit at GameStop. Yeah, basically. But they said they're, they're supposed to get them. Yeah, I, so. I, my GameStops have, have gone to trash, so I don't, I don't even... Well, I think it was an open... It was an open order online or something. Like, they still... So you, they they're definitely gonna get them, he said. Since I paid for them and, and stuff. Yeah, um, I just um. They just don't ship to you or something. There's something weird about it, but like they can get it shipped to them and they'll call me. This 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 whole nonsense with Hasbro started with that first Mandalorian wave, mm. where I they never decided, saw it. They decided to put the most sought after figure as a basically a chase figure. And Hasbro's, I, I just, I'm done. I'm getting, I'm, I've got my pre-order, my final has my, my GameStop pre-order from the, the did, Rebel did series. That I'm Mando, getting that soon. Mm-hmm. And Question, did that Mando ever come up on Hasbro Pulse? Yeah, he's on Hasbro Pulse right now. The Beskar or the first released one? The, the first, first release. Okay, yeah. Because I never saw him. Never ever saw him. Yeah, the Beskar. The Beskar is hasn't released yet. Well, it's it's hitting store shelves, but it's not in like Big Bad and all that. Those places. Um, like I'm going right there right now. But uh. But like Hasbro re-released uh, the Heavy Mando, which was a 
Best Buy exclusive. Why you would do that? I don't know. No, Best Buy. Like I never knew they sold figures for a long time, and then someone tipped me off to it. But every Best Buy by me, their their toy section in like the aisle they have their little action figures in is always atrocious. Like it was like really this is what the f-? so why they did a Best Buy exclusive I'll never know. The exclusive stuff needs to stop. Exclusive should be for cons. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, I understand, like, maybe I feel like it was an exclusive paint variant or something. You know, I don't I don't know. I just, Mattel and Hasbro, like, it's it's kind of dirty to these, to, to a lot of the wrestling collectors. When you're going to put a tag team, one, one, one person in the tag team is an exclusive at Walmart, and the other one is as exclusive as Target. And it's like, dude, seriously? You're going to do that? Why would you do that? That just seems like you hate money. And it seems and, like they hate money or, you know, it's just feeding the secondary market. Well, and that's all they're doing. That's all they're doing is feeding the scalpers and the flippers. And, you know, it, it's going to keep happening because people are going to keep thinking, well, they're not putting out a lot, so I'm going to get rich off this. And you're really not getting rich off this. Well, that's like I, I found uh, a friend of the show, Seth. I found him a super shredder. There was two. I put I, and I put one back because no one answered me, and then he answered me, so I went back. And this guy, like he had a Ghostbusters T-shirt on. He's with his friends, so you tell he's a nerd, and he's staring at me, holding the shredder. And then I put him back. Then Seth, almost out of the store, then Seth hits me up. Yeah, I'll take it. So I walk all the way back, and there he is, standing in front of the shredders on eBay. Because I could see his phone staring yeah. at the Super Shredders. I went, excuse me. And I grabbed a Super Shredder and walked out. It paid for it. And that's when you hit me up. It was like, yeah. I'll get the other one. But he grabbed the other one. And I said to the guy, I was like, oh, looking up eBay prices, scumbag. And I walked away. And like his son was like, what? It was probably not a nasty thing to do. I shouldn't have done it. I felt bad. But like, it just irks me. It's like, look on eBay like after you buy the figure. Or if eBay's your motivation for buying a figure, don't collect. Get out of my hobby. I've, I've actually looked up eBay figures. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm looking at what they're selling for on eBay, and maybe it's like, oh, well, it's selling for this. You know, oh, it's selling for cheaper on eBay. I'm going to buy it off eBay sometimes. Yeah, you know? uh, well, that's cool. It's, both, guy, it's both ways this, for me sometimes. Yeah. Well, this guy was deliberately looking. He was, I guarantee you, if I hadn't grabbed that one for Seth, he would have grabbed both. Yeah. To flip. And I, I mean, I, I hate to be a hypocrite because I flipped this, I flipped the Baroness. But like, I kind of was in a situation where it's like, I could make money off of this and I actually really need the extra money. So that's why I did it. Personally, when I had it in hand, I was like, I think I'm going to keep this. Like, you know what I mean? Because I yeah. thought she was awesome. And I guess the one I got, because supposedly some people have problems with theirs. Like, the hair's too high or the glasses are broken. Like, this one was perfect. I should have kept it, but I made I made good money. So I don't know. I just, <coughs> like, with the, NECA, I, with the NECA Turtles, I've got the first movie complete. Mm. I don't know if I need to get into the second movie. Well, I think it's cool, and hopefully, 
I'm still debating. I'm mainly it's because the all the little accessories is that the because they had the same kit accessory kit for the quarter scale, but now they've shrunk it down to the one twelve scale um, movie turtles accessory kit with like the different exp- facial expressions and then all yeah. the little goodie extras. Like I'm half tempted, mainly because of like all the little extras. You know what I mean? But. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I, mean, I guess the thing is with NECA, you you take those figures out, they may fall apart on you. Yeah, that's the biggest thing that bought. Like, I handle NECA toys. Like, I'm I, I with I treat them more fragile than I I treat a hot toy, and a hot toy is not in the same ballpark as a NECA. But that's how you got to treat some NECAs. Yeah, NECA toys because like you, I mean, I've heard guys like open the package and it's broken. Yeah, uh, a friend of the show, Gil, he got that Comic Con exclusive with the splinter when it was like in that pack for the Comic Con, yeah. like at Comic Con, and he went and he opened the splinter and the, like he went to move the arm to pose him, like just slightly, and the arm snapped off. Now I don't know what they like what they're doing. Are they putting it? So they, they're not letting it like the plastic cure enough and painting it or like they're painting it and not letting it cure and packaging it. And it's fusing with the pla- other plastic because certain chemicals and paint and stuff, which I mean, they're, they're a toy company, so they probably know this. But like, do they? There's, cer- there's certain paints that have different chemicals in it that don't react well with plastic. I mean, I've used certain paints on Gundams when I first started painting, doing Gundams, which I haven't done in a long time. But, like, I actually could see the... uh, It's mainly spray paints. But, like, I could see the plastic a little bit start to smoke. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know what it is with NECA. It's just... But it's not Randy's fault. It's never Randy's fault. Um, Randy could go eat a dick. As long as we know that, that's all. Well, he changed the business model when he actually couldn't get any G.I. Joe's. From what I heard, like he couldn't get the GI Joes he wanted, so then he knew how we felt with his figures. So they changed, tried to do a better job. Uh, I'm just I, this this hobby is so frustrating. It's and it shouldn't be. And I, I don't I don't know when it happened. Like, well, I can guess when it happened. It really feels like. With this pandemic and so many people having so much free time, that's when I, I, don't know, I just feel like it's gotten so much worse. I think I think a lot of it has to do with the toys that made us. Oh, like, well, I mean, that definitely has something to do with it too, because there's definitely people that had no interest in collecting that that probably opened their eyes to collecting, and or definitely influenced you know because this is the same thing with the comic books in the '90s. You had guys that weren't into comics that were just buying everything up because they thought they could, like, put their kid or get rich off of selling, reselling these comics. Oh, God, buy all these comics and I'll sell them 10 years and I'll be a millionaire or I'll put Johnny through Princeton, you know, with selling these comics. And most of those comics are in the fucking dollar bin. But besides the point, it's like that that speculative market. Is so crazy right now. I mean, like you have guys that aren't interested in action figures going to buy action well, yeah. figures. 
and and the thing is too, it's like um. I mean, it's it's like oh well, Star Wars figures from 1977 are selling for thousands of dollars. I'm like, yeah, but that's a mint on card figure. These these GI Joe classifieds are going to be not selling for that much ever. It may be in a hundred years when you can't find them anymore. You know what I mean? Years we'll all be dead. Probably. Because we'll all have COVID and, or COVID-37 or whatever it is. You know, we but, just got to keep those illegal food markets, you know, yeah. out of business. So people don't go eating infected bats. Um, but what, uh, what One else? man can change the world, Carl. One man can change the world. Yeah, obviously. One ah. man with a with ah. shitty... Which shitty uh, palette for food can change the world drastically. <laughs> but uh, what else? Uh, that's really about it, man. We didn't get into like anything you did or got. or I think you said you didn't pick anything up. But I did you nothing. watch anything? I finished that. Uh, what was that? That video game documentary on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I started to watch that. And I thought it was really interesting. But I didn't First get to go episodes- back to it. First two episodes were interesting. The rest were kind of like, I don't, I don't care. Mm. I don't care. It's like, don't sit there and preach to me that Madden's the greatest football game that ever was created when Tecmo Bowl was around before that. Don't yeah. give me, don't give me that crap. Well, that's like, uh, I, I, at first I was enjoying that documentary. It's a toy store. And then yeah. I noticed, cause it's made by the guys that did, uh, the toys that made us. At first, I thought it was going to be, you know, about like toy stores and stuff, but it turned into this whole thing about how these businesses are suffering from COVID, which I can yeah. understand is a a relevant thing. But it's kind of like, ugh, I don't need to hear your sob story, dude. Like, well, and that's the thing too with this video game documentary. It's like, I think it's what Game Over, is that what it was called? Yeah, or. Yeah, something like that. I, I just, it was like, okay, Nintendo's in America, and I thought it was going to be like a history of video games documentary, but then it just turned into like, oh, look at all this stuff, and it's like, oh, high score. And I just, I started to not care. And mm. then and they're like, how great Doom is. It's like, okay. I, you know, I did uh, now, because we're talking about documentaries, that you were just uh, my girlfriend started watching it, and then she started from the beginning because I wanted to see it. Um, it's a documentary on Netflix called "The Social Dilemma." Yeah, or the social problem, or is it "Social Dilemma"? One yeah. of those. But you'll find it. It's a documentary about uh, the negative influence that social media is having oh, yeah. on us. It's actually really good and interesting. And as you're watching it, I'm finding myself doing the very things that the documentary is talking about. You know, on the phone, like you're on your phone. Like, it's just like, holy shit. It's right. And it just really talks about how insidious these companies are. But um, I I, I recommend it. it. Give it a watch. Like this, it, it felt like, especially when you watch the intro to High Score, it felt like Netflix went to some documentarians and said, Okay, the guys who did the toys that made us won't do a video game documentary for us. Will you do it for us? And they're like, yeah, okay. Mm. 
because it feels a lot like it, except with like less of the humor into it. It's just like, oh, this art form that is video games. Look at it. Look at it and love it. It's like, oh, okay. It's video games, guys. So some of it's like, it, it doesn't really tell me too much new about it, since yeah. there's so many other video game documentaries. I thought the champion from the '80s was an interesting thing, and how he, she, or whatever. But man, you know, I later in whatever. the episodes, they go in, they go into the Sega Championships that were on MTV, hosted by Daisy Fuentes. Ooh, Ooh. whatever happened to her? I forgot how hot she was. Whatever happened to her, Daisy Fuentes? Took me back to being 13 years old. Smoke show. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I, I pretty uneventful. I finished that documentary. Again, it's Big Brother. Big Brother op- occupies three hours of my time a week, so that's... You know. Yeah. People hey. locked house and forced to live with each other with <coughs> no pens no paper no yeah no, <laughs> no tv no nothing um speaking of toys that made us is there going to be another season or what what's going on with that i thought there's i don't know what toys one. are left hot wheels Did they do a hot wheels episode oh there's tons of things left no there's not yeah there's gotta be they didn't do nope. thundercats they didn't do there's a lot of stuff, the toys that made us. Were, were the Thundercats toys really that? I mean, there's Cabbage Patch Kids. Wish they could do that. That was a freaking... Pa- pound Puppies, no. My Buddy. Well, I don't... I don't did, did any of those toys, like, impact popular culture? Like, like Star Wars? I mean, I thought my they buddy, were... My Buddy? People went nuts for My Buddy. Well, I thought they were pushing it with Star Trek. And, and, and what was the other one they did? I don't think I watched the Star Trek one because I. And Power Rangers, I'm like. No, nah, really see, there's there's me. a rabid fan base for Power Rangers. That's you see what it is is for you or for guys like you and me. Power Rangers were like this. Was this culturally significant? But for like younger guys that were like born in like late '80s, early '90s, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like that's their GI Joe. Like that's their Ninja Turtles. Like it's, they have their rabid fan base, man. Like there's a big like Ranger following. I mean, I was a little disappointed in the wrestling episode, the wrestling figures episode. I feel like that probably didn't tell you anything new. Like, I feel like you probably knew everything already. Well, I mean, I didn't know everything. It just, it felt very rushed. It's like, there's a little more to these toys than this because, you know, because yeah, I don't remember them even talking about. They they barely touched on the 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 giant dog toys that they used. That those were oh, my those first were... WWF wrestling. Yeah, toys. I remember they were, like those. huge. Yeah, I remember <clears> those, <throat> and I remember the the little like with the the slamming action figures. But then it was like yeah. completely glo- glossed over, like um, the I stuff the wrestling that... pals. Yeah, re- I mean, yeah, and they but they completely glossed over a lot of the stuff today that has been, you know, it's, you know, this is the biggest selling toy line in your Walmart and Target. They their their sales combined are more than has like 
WWE alone, between WWE and Barbie, Mattel doesn't need anything else. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I feel like they glossed over that because I don't think I, I don't think a lot of people want to recognize that. They want to recognize they, they, they're like, oh, Star Wars. You know, you ask just any Joe Schmo, what's the biggest selling toy line? They'll be like, Star Wars, Star Wars, Marvel Legends. No, it's WWE. They sell way more than both combined. And I think I think they they in that documentary they kind of glossed over that fact. It it was kind of I didn't feel like they went too into the nitty gritty with everything like they did in the first season. Um, like with other stuff from the first season, right? Like I found the He Man and GI Joe, and um, Star Wars, Star Wars. The most of the Star Wars stuff I've already seen every, but, but like Plastic was, Galaxy it didn't really shed any new light on Star Wars toys, but like Transformers, you know, and GI Joe and He Man were like felt like they were well researched and put together. Yeah, all thought out. The second season, I, and maybe even the third. Has they done a third, or is it just no? The that's, one? What, that's what started my question. Was like, are they gonna do a third? I mean, you got Care Bears. They lasted a long time, a lot longer yeah. than we probably. We grew, see that's the thing too, Russ. I think we that we tend to forget is like some stuff we thought died because we didn't. We grew up and lost interest at a certain age, but it still like went on longer. And they've done three seasons. Season one was Star Wars, Barbie, He Man, and GI Joe. Yeah. The, the big, the big four. Season yeah. two was Star Trek. It's like, why? Transformers, Lego, and Hello Kitty. Okay. Mm. Um, Power Rangers, My Little Pony, yes. Wrestling, and TMNT. It's yeah, like, but isn't one of them like called part one? Or no, part it's, two? I, I just looked at the Internet Movie Database. It's listed as three separate seasons. So I guess we're uh, waiting for fourth, felt- but like, I don't. Outside of Cabbage Patch Kids, which is... Oh, Cabbage Patch Kids, like I said, Care Bears. Cabbage Patch Kids, Care Bears. I guess you did. Strawberry Shortcake? I mean, I guess season four is the I feel like someone's screaming like like an obvious IP that we're not thinking of. I don't don't really remember Thundercats being world-changing toys. I don't think they were world changing toys, but I remember like He Man and maybe where I don't know. I I remember Thundercats being a big deal. I remember Bionic Six, but then again, I mean, there's I don't remember Bionic Six at all. Mask, maybe I don't know. Yeah, Mask was kind of a big deal. Mask was so cool, though. There was so much detail and like little articulation and those little tiny action figures and the king with the vehicles. I mean, maybe starting lineups. I don't know. I guess you could get into McFarlane and the stuff Diamond. he started. But Di- I guess you're more talking about a business than a line. Yeah, I don't know. I just they they haven't done the superpower. I mean, I guess the superpowers line, the Kenner superpower like comic book stuff. I don't know. Yeah. The, the toy line for Secret Wars. 
or it was it Marvel Superheroes? Because it wasn't called Secret Wars. It was... No, it wasn't called Secret Wars because they wouldn't put wars on a package. Yeah, but that comic was made that that whole. Yeah, everybody came with a shield. Yeah, so ridiculous. With like a three D lenticular in it. So ridiculous. No, I'll tell you shield. what I used to do. I'll tell you what I used to do. My old LJN uh, wrestling ring that I got for, that I had for the figures. I um I took some old Star Wars figures and they were like the guys who were doing the commentary sitting next to the ring. Mm. And my um Kenner Superpowers figures and my Marvel Legends, not Marvel Legends, but uh Marvel Superheroes figures became the wrestlers. Yeah. And, and so, you know, all that fun stuff. That's what I used to do. I just remember playing with my Ninja Turtles and Batman chasing the Ninja Turtles because I had my superpowers, Batman and Robin, and I had the Batmobile. And, uh, yeah, so I was doing Batman Ninja Turtle team-ups before it was cool. Yeah. Pay him money, IDW and DC. Yeah, right. But, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, nothing, nothing major this week. I mean... They've moved back the date, release date of Wonder Woman to Christmas. So, who in a pandemic is going to the movie theater on Christmas? Why they just don't like? I just don't understand why they're trying. Like, people are still uh, reluctant to go to the theater. I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. I wish they would just put it on demand or put throw it on Disney Plus. They know something we don't. They know something we don't. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, if you buy into conspiracy theories, I, uh, I think they do know something we don't. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not in the mindset to think of COVID as a hoax because I know people that have had it, but. Right. I understand. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm making a joke. Uh, yeah, no, I got you. I'm not trying to downplay it at all. It's just. All right. All right. I, hold, on. Hold, on. hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me rewind. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, I, I just you know, it, I just uh, we're the it only saddens thing, me. I, I don't know if it's just a lot of stubborn people in this country. Is the reason why it's lasted so long here. It's like we just don't want to adjust because this stuff is going to be with us. <coughs> oh, New Jersey's New ridiculous. Jersey. People getting in fights for not wearing masks and stuff. Like it's ridiculous. And now they're like, oh, the flu season's going to be really bad, really bad. Well, how is the flu season going to be really bad since we're doing all the stuff you recommend us do during flu season? We've been doing it all year because of COVID. And now everybody's wearing masks or majority of people are wearing masks. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. There's people like pushing back with masks now to here too. Like. That refuse to wear masks and stuff like that, and like, no, it's my right to like, and they're getting thrown out. Just, I think so many people are just frustrated because it's just gone on for so long. And see, I'm not frustrated. To me, it just feels normal now. Like, and I mean, it's scary to think about, but it just feels normal. I mean, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Outside of losing my job, most stuff for me hasn't changed. And with, I mean, maybe the kids being home in school more, but I just. Well, nothing's really changed that much for me. I mean, besides, I mean, those few months that I was on swing shift and I had so much free time. Yeah. 
which was kind of like, I mean, don't get me wrong, like the pandemic sucks and I feel bad for people that like got it or lost any loved ones. But the pandemic almost was kind of like a blessing in disguise for me, especially like from working two jobs and only having one day off. Yeah. Like I had no time, like I had no time to like do anything. So it was kind of like a blessing in disguise where like, you know, I got to dive deep into being creative, which, you know, being an artsy kid my whole life, I don't really, you know, not being able to do that was hard. And then this happened and it kind of let me explore being creative and artsy again. So like, I'm kind of like, I don't want to say I'm thankful for the pandemic, but I think it was almost for me personally in the life I was leading kind of of a blessing in disguise because I, I can't imagine myself. I mean, even then when I got laid off from my second job and before the swing shift, like I was starting to really feel like, and I was doing this for well over a year and I can't, there's people that have do two jobs for like 20 years. I don't know how, like I did it off and on for several years, but this last time working over like a year, two jobs like i was feeling burnt out yeah well, i am anxious eventually to hopefully because my my boss said he's definitely gonna hire me back as soon as they open up for full out like back to full hours which is weird because months ago our governor said dealership car dealerships can open fully back up but i don't know what this place's deal is but anyway uh, I'm more or less looking forward to making the extra money. But I have an end game and plan for that. So, but anyway, I digress. I, mean, it, I, I, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> still, we, 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 we wear masks, obviously. We wash our hands and we carry hand sanitizer with us. But we still go out to eat. We still, you know. That's the first time I went out to eat was probably. Was it last weekend? Perhaps it was last. I think it was last weekend because we went. My girlfriend's best friend um, was moving away to Colorado. And we're just kind of her and her friends, which I, I, they're my friends too now. Um, I adore them. Um, but uh, we all got together as a group and went out to a restaurant and had outside eating and then went to the park and had like a barbecue and it was a lot of fun but that was the first time actually going out and eating or doing anything with a group of people in a long time for me and it was kind of like weird but well i'm anti-social so i've kind of enjoyed that part of it well i think my (laughs) the thing is for me is and i've always kind of been an introvert um, but, but like in a group of people with friends, I, you know, like being funny and making people laugh and being an introvert, but it takes being, but I'm actually an introvert. So like doing that, like, like takes so much energy from me that I need to be alone for a long period of time, which I don't think is also a thing that my, and it's a problem with a lot of introverts, but, um, I don't think my girlfriend really understands that concept. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, 
sometimes, and like I said, being an artsy kid, um, I need to be alone and create. Or I'm just unhappy. Yeah, I just, like going, I, I'm just lazy and I don't like being around people. So, oh, I mean, the people, like people that are my friends and that I like, I can call my friends and I know, like, I generally like being around them. I don't like not like them, but other people piss me off. Like, I don't know. I think I can't tell you. I don't think a day goes by where I don't get pissed off about an asshat like probably like three four or five times a day like just some stuff people do i'm just like what the f-, f man like i get pissed like yeah no i, I get like it. i like you though russ i like you oh. <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i just People are like, I miss being, I miss going out with people. I was like, I don't. <laughs> I, I really, I mean, it's like, I don't, I'm not, I don't know. Uh, especially if I, I, I get to know, know you, I'm like, I'm probably not going to want to hang out with you. But on that note, we thank you for hanging out with us this week. Uh, we are the Nerdicons. You can find us at, on Twitter and Instagram at Nerdicons Pod, you can a- interact with us. Please let us know what you think of the episode. Um, yeah, we got we got some some nice uh, our, our our good buddy Rob from Rob is a genius texted us texted me some uh, uh, some casting choices for uh, GI Joe that he made while listening to our episode inspired. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's. I'm, I'm gonna read him. Um, he loves Duke. Chris Evans is Duke. I mean, I think I think that's we hit the nail on the head with that. One. It uh, just. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't think anybody could find fault with that. He he likes Jeremy Renner for Flint. Okay. Scar Joe for Scarlet. Batista for Gung Ho. And Kobe Smolders for Lady J. Hmm. He went with Jason Statham for Destro. Bald. I, I Char- can see it. Charlize Theron for Baroness. Hmm. And it's not bad either. Big E Langston for Roadblock. Carl doesn't I don't know, know who Big is. E. Carl doesn't know who Big he's E is. A wrestler. Is. Yeah, he's a wrestler. I'll send you a picture of him. You'd be like, "Oh yeah, that 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 that's him." Um, and then he said, "How about Tom Hiddleston as Cobra Commander?" Oh, that is pretty good. Yeah, I didn't even think of him. Yeah, Tom Hiddle. I think I think that one is. Yeah. That is pretty good. Let me see. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try or to shoot. Would this he screen. wear the helmet the whole time? That's the question. Well, even if he just got to do the voice. I mean, why not? He doesn't have. He doesn't have. He naturally doesn't have like a deep voice at all. So. 
here is Big E Langston, Carl. Or he goes by Big E now. He's not Big E Langston. Can you see my screen? No, I don't see anything. I thought I shared my screen with you. There you go. Oh, no, I'm not sure. Oh, it did. It came up and then it disappeared. All right, let me try it again. All right, here we go. Trying to end the show. That's, that, that's... Of course, you picked the goofiest. He's doing the goofiest face ever. Well, yeah, I did pick the goofiest face, but that's his personality. Oh, I could see it. Yeah, I could see it. Oh, yeah, definitely could see it. He's jacked. That's a big yeah, dude. Is. Yeah, I could see. He'd be a good robot, yeah. Yeah, so. Just shave his head? Yeah. I, 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 that's what you would do, and I didn't mean to s- eggs out of that, but I did. So, I want to cast Stalker, Bazooka. If it was 1980 and they made a GI Joe movie, Bazooka, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, Carl, <laughs> why don't you take us home? Just remember to find us on Twitter and Instagram. At uh, what was it? At uh, Nerdicon's Pod. Nerdicon's Pod. Uh, Carl, take us home. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Um, you know, hope you're doing all right. Uh, are you guys going out to the movies? I don't know if we're gonna go out to the movies, but you know, hit us up, Nerdicon's Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You also can find me at Echo Storkden on Instagram. And as always, check out me and my friend's toy photography page called Anonymous Plastic Addicts on Instagram. Go like, share, follow, tell your mother, your cousin, your brother, you know, your girlfriend, your other girlfriend that you're, you know, getting down with behind your girlfriend's back. I don't, you know, promote that type of thing, but tell her so she can follow and like all our pictures. (laughs) Um, Happy hunting. Hope you find some Joes. Um, I hope you find some Cobra Troopers for retail, because um, I sure as hell can't. Um, so, without further ado, remember to keep your detox dust free, your figures posed dynamically, and your comics bagged and boarded. Till next time, peace.